All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the CA Power Players podcast every Tuesday live at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Today's episode is with none other than the Josh Burns. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How are you? I'm good, buddy. This this guy is taking over Mississippi uh, one day at a time. I want to I want to add a caveat real quick, though, Josh, for our audience that is listening. Um, when I got started in the business, I remember traveling to a with my dad to like vacation or something. And he had he had all these. Uh, we were with Mutual back then. My dad had all, all these um, reports printed out. He was analyzing everybody's numbers. And I was like, I was like, man, I, we were talking about, he was like, when you get in the business, you're going to make, you know, you, you're going to make a hundred grand. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm like, I was like 18 or 19 at the time. Right. <laughs> and he said, this is the dude you're chasing. And I looked down on the paper and the person at the top, his name was Josh Burns. That's you. That's me. Dude, I've been chasing you ever that was since. A long day. <laughs> Roles reverse. I'm chasing you guys now. There we go. There so. we go. Dude, well, you, you gave me something to shoot for, right? How important is that in life where you have somebody to shoot for, somebody to chase, somebody to help you think bigger, and somebody to really kind of pave the road along the way? I mean, that's huge, especially in this industry, because there's always so many distractions that come your way. There's so much negativity that comes. Uh, in this industry, for me personally, it was uh, your dad who was the one that I idolized and and uh, wanted to be like. He's today. I mean, this is almost what fourteen years later. Um, he's still my my go to and my mentor. So, but yes, awesome. if you don't have anybody, you've got to find somebody to to hook your change to and go with. Dude, no doubt, buddy. Appreciate that. Um... One of the things I loved and that you taught me and that you do really well is you lead with Medicare. You sell a ton of Medicare, a lot of MedSupps, now a lot of yes. Medicare Advantage as well. Um, and you are phenomenal at finding money and cross-selling. And I actually had one of the, um, I remember um, being taught your money bag presentation back in like 2011 or 2012. And it was, yeah, be about right. Yeah, and it works, man. It works. And and do you do you need to use it anymore? To no, find it or not I really? Not, I don't need it anymore. It's sort of I kind of I've done it for so long and do it in my sleep now. Um, but but in the beginning, I used it just because it helped me stay on track and on point for yeah. what I wanted my conversation to be like after the med up was sold. Yes. But I used the MedSup pres. I even had a MedSup presentation to get me to the conversation about long-term care. So that's actually what lead me, led me into doing the money bag presentation to 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 do it that way. So I still do it that way. I still let Medicare be first, long-term care become second, because then I can find dollars behind the long-term care conversation. Nice. Without you- the person knowing I'm asking for dollars. Yes. Yes. And what, what's, 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 what's your favorite question to identify some of that? Um, so if you get past, obviously we're, we're, we're into the long-term care conversation without getting too deep. Um, usually I've always come up with, they've always given me three reasons, right. On how they want to take care of themselves. They've always said, well, our kids will take care of this, right. Yeah. We know that's not really going to happen Two, uh, they say, we'll take care of each other, uh, or three we'll self fund it. Mm. right so they'll pay for yourself so that's the one i'm looking for um so when they say that i'll always pick on the guy first and i said mr jones i said if you since you guys wanted to self-fund everything so we'll pick on you first so if you had to go into a nursing home today 
assuming it was a $50,000 a year um, facility, how many years could you self-fund it? Mm. So shut up and let me answer the question. Two years, three years, four years, whatever the number is. To me, that tells me they just got, it feels four years, they got 200 grand sitting somewhere. Correct. Um, so then I asked, the follow-up question is, so let's just assume uh, you were greedy and you lived all four years and then passed away. How many years can now Miss Jones self-fund her long-term care? Mm. So Because you think they, they were leaving some... Number. Do you, think they were, do you think they were leaving some money out or they're going to use life? Maybe they're going to use life insurance proceeds at that point. Like walk us through what your thought process is. My thought process is somebody's always going to, they're always going to withhold information from you, especially if you're just now meeting them. Right. Cause they don't know you. They're still getting to know you. still getting to trust you. Um, so for me, I'm always just trying to see if I can peel back a little bit more of that, that onion to find out where we really are with the numbers and you would be really surprised as how much money certain people actually have that they don't actually disclose to you so mm, that's funny so that's really smart because most most agents would have stopped at the beginning and what's cool is guys we're, we're, we're literally giving you my buddy josh is giving you live free training on how to find money and cross sale when you're talking to people right this is super powerful uh we're giving away this for free and you could have charged for this. So I'm sorry that you lost it on some money, but you're going to help some people today. Okay. We'll make so, it up somewhere else. As long as we right. know somebody. That's right. Um, walk through your story. How, how long have you been in the business? Man, I've been in the business, um, I guess, almost 13 years now, since 2008. Yep. Um, not to go too deep, but before this, I uh, owned and operated martial arts schools. That was my thing. I was just knew I was going to retire old and gray headed and, you know, be the grandmaster. Were you a, sen then, is it, were you a, were um, you the some life events happened? Were, were, were you the sensei uh, of Mississippi? The sensei of Mississippi? <laughs> no, nowhere close. Uh, but uh, had a lot of fun doing that. Life events sort of uh, pushed me in a different direction. Um, it's actually my wife today who got me into the, to the life insurance business. Wow. Uh, it was one of those things though. I was, didn't, I mean, that was the last thing on my mind to be an insurance guy, like knocking on your door, right? Hey, tell me about your life insurance program. Yep. And didn't realize really how deep and involved uh, this world is and how impactful we can be when yeah. we do everything correctly, how we can really impact families moving forward. So uh, that's just kind of it. And then um, uh, fell with Mutual of Omaha somewhere around 2010 and uh, really fell in love with it, sort of really got my my feet on the ground and uh, really started running yeah. and, uh, and kind of find my wheelhouse, which for me, it's always been the Medicare side. I love doing the Medicare, which to me, I get more appreciation from that. Why? Being able to be able to, all the cross sales that actually come with it too. It's that to me, that's the fun part. Yep. Yep. And, and why Medicare for you? I mean, yeah, there's the cross opportunities, but so why Medicare? Because uh, I don't like working past, you know, five o'clock. Okay. So if I work, Medicare, or you don't like starting over work. every day. No, I don't like starting over every day. So, so that's my biggest thing too. So even the agents that I'm working with now, that come out of the final expense background or the traditional term life, mm -hmm. I, I teach them how to look at Medicare is different. You can still sell your life. You can still sell whatever. But let that Medicare be the door opener for everything else. But on the backside, you're building a residual book of business that not only will 
provides you year over year income, but it gives you something to sell down the road. It gives you a book of business to sell if you ever want to sell it. Exactly. Yeah. Super powerful. And and you're not starting over every day, right? You're building something. Correct. That you own. Right. It can't be taken away from you unless That's they right. die or, or uh, they, you know, another agent takes them. So. Yes. Which is super powerful. Um, my electrician's texting me right now. He's at my house trying to hook up my mobile, my new mobile charger for my uh, Porsche Taycan <laughs> electric car. I don't even, I don't, I, I didn't even know it was electric when I first bought it. How crazy. Is oh, that? wow. Yeah. It's nuts. How, how important is it um, in business to move with speed? Uh, it's extremely important to move um, faster than, so back in the day, we probably didn't have to move that fast, right? We were probably moving faster than we thought we were. But I think in today's times, it is extremely important to move fast and, and, and implement your plans, execute your plans uh, in, a, in a more short period of time so instead of a 12 month calendar year you make it into a uh, like a like a 90 day plan so um, because if you're not doing it somebody else is out there already ahead of you yes I love that and so walk us through so when you were at um, mutual before you went out and, and were independent and now working with secure insurance group um, what, were, what, what what did your day-to-day look like what were some of the things that that in your first several years of insurance that you did to separate yourself from other people because you were one of the top people in that agency in, in, in the country and even became a district sales manager, helping other, other people be successful when a lot of people are failing. Why were you able to find success in your early years? Uh, I guess for the early years for me, I think I did everything else like everybody else was doing, right? We did the mail outs. We did the calls. We called the, you know, the old leads, new leads, the, uh, the orphans and all that good stuff that, that certain agencies actually have. Uh, for me, when I was able to get an appointment and set that appointment, I took every opportunity to make it the best appointment. Yes. Um, didn't rush an appointment. So I always allowed at least an hour and a half to two hours. So I may not run, you know, 10 appointments in a day. I may only run five, but those five, I can make just as much money in those five as somebody else may have did in 10 or 12 appointments mm. because I extract everything, all information while I'm there at that particular, at the kitchen, at the kitchen table. Does that for me? Yeah. Wh where does that discipline and that mindset come from to do that? Cause most people are just like policy peddling, right? They're just grabbing it and running. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I was broke. So when I, you know, when I came there, I literally was broke. I had nothing. So for me, you know, I had to take every opportunity to, to mm. obviously do the right thing for the client, but to figure out how to make as much money in that day as I could. So for me, um, I got to a point where I knew how many appointments I could run in a week. I knew how many would be kept appointments. But then I also said, okay, I need to make X number of dollars per week. So for me, then it was like, it was a stretch. Yeah. I said a thousand dollars a week in commissions. I was like, man, I'd be great if I could do that. <laughs> and it wasn't three weeks into the business. I was averaging $1,800 a week in sales. I was okay. Well, I got I got to increase this. So I kept increasing it to the point where I was at, you know, five and $6,000 weeks is what my goal was. You know, and, and when you learn how to cross sell and you learn how to find the money, 
those five and $6,000 weeks come really easy. They become more like days, right? You mm. can sell a couple annuities or some 401k rollovers, you know, on securities license too. So get that a little bit deeper conversation with some people. So, I mean, now when I have those cross sale conversations, we're looking at $20,000, $30,000 cases versus your just a $200 med sub or a $550 MA plan with an HI on the backside of it. So it's, it's bigger conversations now. Yes. Based on this, you know, what we're going to start where you and I are going to do a retreat together and we're going to call it money mastery and martial arts. Okay. We're going to teach money, uh, how to find <laughs> the money in the morning and how to, how to, how to, how to kick some in the afternoon, you know? Hey man, that'd be awesome. That'd be good. That'd be, that'd be fun. Awesome. I need to, I need to learn that. Who else is watching this? Okay. And jump in comments. You're like, dude, I would like that. I need to learn that too. I'd hang out with Josh and Cody for a couple of days. Okay. Let us know. I'm actually <laughs> curious. We'll jump down in Mississippi and, 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 and do the thing. Uh, if someone out there is struggling, um, what do you think they need to start doing differently than whatever they're currently doing? I'm going to tell you to start with your mindset, man. If your mind's not right, you're not going to, you're not going to do, um, you're not going to do good at all. Right. Because it'll, it'll set your whole day up, um, for, um, for either a good day or a bad day. Yes. So I always tell everybody start with your mindset first. Um, but then the other thing is too, whether you got, if you got 10 appointments on the book, if you got one, right, it's, it's, you still got to have the right mindset walking into every one of those appointments. So for me, if I woke up and you know, as well as I do, Cody, if you're, if you wake up and there's no appointments on the book for the, for that day, you're unemployed. Yeah. This is, this should be real. You're unemployed. So yeah. for me, if I didn't have anything on the books, then I would come through the old leads some leads that I've had for, you know, a year, I'd be smiling and dialing those leads all over again. Um, you know, if I would go back through some old notes that I had for some existing clients that said, Hey, you know, these guys, we, we did the med stuff. We did the drug plan. We talked about X, Y, or Z, but we never executed those. Mm -hmm. I would call them back up and say, Hey, can, you know, we, we talked about, you know, we talked about these things. How about let's kind of sit back down and kind of refresh that, see where we are with that, see if you guys want to move forward. Because um, I'm still cross selling stuff that was that I sold three years ago. Mm. So you know, it's we I uncover everything on the table day one, but that doesn't mean I cross sell it all today, right? right? It gives it allows me the opportunity to kind of go back to that client to be able to keep my touches with that particular client, and for me, it just builds a deeper relationship. But that's what I would say, do is just is go back and do remember how we all got in this business. Just the basics. It's sitting down and calling and building those yes. relationships. Yes. Get, what, what, what are some similarities between uh, martial arts and insurance that you well, brought over from martial arts and, and ha had easier success because of it? <laughs> uh, I think the martial arts industry, uh, believe it or not, it's a, like a billion dollar a year industry, if you believe it or not. I mean, there's tons of money that's being made day, uh, year over year in the martial arts industry. Wow. So um, when we would sell our packages, right, we actually, it was all, we called it script the needs. We had a script for everything. So if I met you on the street, I would introduce myself to you. I tell you, I own the, the martial arts academy down the street. Love to invite you to take a free black belt leadership class. You want a Tuesday or Wednesday, which day is better for you, morning or afternoon. I mean, it was the same thing. All it was all scripted, believe it or not. I'm in my martial arts uniform barefoot and meeting people at, at McAllister's, which is right next door to my school at the time. 
but it was all done that way. So, and then when they actually came in and sat down for their lesson, mm-hmm. um, it was all still script and ease from that point too, right? So everything had its purpose. So I think when I came into the insurance world, that was really good practice for me to sit down and, and have a, and a controlled conversation to be able to, to pull all that information out from an individual. Because it's no different from the martial arts. When I was doing that, you had little Johnny in there and you got mom and dad sitting over here and little Johnny's in his martial arts uniform and he's kicking and hollering for his first little class. You're still extracting information from the parents, right? To find out what their touch points are. Mm. You know, is Johnny being bullied? Is Johnny just, you know, he's got too much aggression or is he a bully? So you find all that stuff and then you figure out how to reposition it to show them how your program will fix Johnny's issues. No different in the insurance world, right? Yeah. Everybody's got an issue. We just got to figure out what that issue is. We've got the products and the solutions to fix it. So it's just, it was, That's right. it was kind of a no brainer. That's right. What, what's some of the things you're doing successfully in your business now to prospect and get in front of people like outside of AEP, like just the rest of the year. So outside of AEP, I mean, obviously um, we're, we're a pretty big referral uh, operation, um, just in the way that we we treat our peoples. Um, we have uh, obviously a little referral program, not not much, a little for referral program, but I think people are actually giving us the referrals just because how we treat them and how we help them from yes. there. But outside of that, um, I'm still a little old school. I still buy some direct mail leads. Um, uh, we do um, we're doing a lot with the seminars still. Yeah. Uh, which I still love doing those. They're a lot of fun. The other thing that we did, so anybody out there listening, uh, we actually partnered with United Healthcare. They're the only, the broker manager actually reached out to us and, and um, um, we started that relationship. So now what we're doing is moving forward with them is he's actually helped us uh, create some relationships with dentists. They have a dentist referral program. Mm. Um, it's pretty cool program, how it works. Uh, so for after AEP season this year, we're doing a lot under the community events with the D snips. So they're actually helping us with all that. So United actually has a platform where you can order all these kits and these banners and these tablecloths, and all the stuff that are free that UHC pays for as long as it's for, for D snips. So he's going to help us with community events, uh, moving that forward. Uh, for next year. So we have a, we're pretty excited about the first two quarters of next year, just on that one, uh, that one piece right there. That's awesome. What, what are some of the other, and that's what? free. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, and that's go. free. So that's free things that they can do is, uh, name those again. The, the, so the, the dentist is the, um, is one of the things that they got going on there. The, uh, the other thing is, so the way the dentist thing works is the, um, so I've got some guys that are messing with me right now. We're on a live podcast, by the way. Yeah, so, tell them to get uh, out of here. You're going to, or you're going to, you're going to kick them in the <laughs> nose or something. Okay. So the, but the way the dentist works, it, they, I mean, there's actually brochures that they do. They would actually be better. Work. It it would be phenomenal if they would come in and you would demonstrate some martial arts on them so they so they would never mess with you again and we'd all learn how to just <laughs> well, they're totally writing a little destroy. bit of business right now, so I don't want any broke hands, right? Got so it. Keep that Got going. it. Got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's the dentist market number one. So I gotta do and for UAC, I'm I'm just picking on them. 
they actually have a portal you can go into and you can actually download uh, the entire list of dentists within their network. And so you basically just pick your area that you want to go into. You're going to go in and introduce yourself to them, tell them who you are, uh, let them know why you're there. And all you want to do is be able to set up a lunch and learn with the staff and the dentist just to be able to share their program and show them what they're able to, to, to get. Um, because their program and all the other ones are the same way too, but they're the dentist with these snips are able to build the full dentist, um, uh, benefit. So if it's a $3,000 benefit for like us in Mississippi, mm -hmm. then that dentist can bill all $3,000 to the, to the client under UHC, right? So it's a benefit for the dentist. If he's got a hundred decent or Medicaid clients, and he can figure out that stuff out. All of a sudden, he's got three hundred thousand dollars worth of revenue that he can make that year. Yes. The second thing is uh, is the community events um, that uh, that we can do, and we there's even laundromats. Believe it or not, there's a whole formulary to just go set up a community event at a laundromat. Um, there was a guy here. He unfortunately passed away, but in four months, three months, he made over forty grand sitting in laundromats selling D-SNPs. What? Yes. Yes. So we're in actually piggybacking that whole idea, and uh, we've actually got all the laundromats lined up for the first two quarters next year. Laundromats. What? So you take little Tide Pods, right? So you take Tide Pods, believe it or not, little kids, little, little baggies, and you put Tide Pods in there, put little business cards in there, and then as these people come in, you just hand them a little gift bag, with tie pods in there, right? Help them save their money because they're having to spend money on on a larger target. So anyway, we get so we got all kind of fun stuff lined up for for after AP next year. I'll let you guys know how that works, dude. That's awesome, man. That's cool. Well, wh wh when are you gonna like set aside some time and teach people everything you know, not just martial arts, but you know your insurance ways as well? <laughs> I struggle with that now, Cody. I'd love to be able to do it, and sometimes I feel as though. I'm not where I need to be financially. Number one, number two, it's still in my head. Am I really that, am I really that good to really sit down and kind of help somebody move, move to the next level, you know, cause you do see all this stuff around everybody else is doing things and you're like, I'm nowhere close to that. But, well, um, but I do struggle with that. I'm hoping next year that I can really kind of maybe through your guidance or whatever, that we can kind of help me figure that part of it out. Yes. And the answer is yes, by the way, you are vastly impressive and knowledgeable enough to help others crush it like you have. There's no doubt about that, right? I appreciate it. Yeah, seriously. Um, I'm curious too, um, you had one seminar, your first seminar that my dad was there for. Um, talk, <laughs> talk about that. Wasn't that like what, like a year and a half or two years ago or something? Yeah, so I just got back. So I had uh, been with another agency for about four and a half years, made a decision to to join back with you guys, come back and be an independent. So it was in September um, 12th was the seminar. I won't forget that. It was like September 12th. Wow. We were in Memphis. So I did a did a 3,800-piece mail-out for the that Memphis area up there. We had 100 and 25 registrations off of a 3,800 piece mail out. What, what kind of percentage re return is that? I have no idea. It was a lot. 125 divided by 3,800. Is that what you said? Yes. 
0.28%. Yes. Wow. It was huge. It was crazy. So I called your dad out because we were doing it at the Golden Corral. The Golden Corral can only really hold 40 people comfortably. Was it one dad, seminar? Your dad, huh? Was it one, one, one sem seminar? Yes. One day seminar. Just so I called like, your dad. I was like. Like one period. It wasn't like multiple times. It was like one. One. It was on a Tuesday from six to eight. <laughs> so I called up your dad. So we actually, so I, I said, I called him up. I called him when it got to like 92. And I said, Brian, I said, are you sure we don't need to like split this up into two days? He goes, no. Nah. He said, it'd be okay. He said, we'll figure it out. I was like, okay. So then all of a sudden we were at 125. Room, so I called him again. Yeah. Huh? He hadn't seen the room yet though. And it, I, No, he has not seen the room. I kept trying to tell him, I said, it's not going to hold anything. So... <laughs> Fast forward, long story short, we had 75 people actually show up for that seminar. The room, you couldn't put, you couldn't put anybody else in the room. We had, all the tables were full. There was, the, the walls were lined with chairs. And then right outside the door, we kept the doors open. And then the whole, I don't know, another 400 square feet was full of people out there. And your dad was yelling through the whole presentation just to try to make sure those people could hear it. It was crazy. We're actually still selling people today off of that seminar. And what does it cost to put that one seminar on? <laughs> uh, so the mail out, you might as well figure the mail out was what, um, then it was like 55 cents of mail outs. So we did 1300, whatever that is. Yeah, uh, the food tip and all that was another fifteen hundred bucks. So, so like four, so like so like thirty five hundred dollars, roughly thirty five hundred bucks. How, how many how, how many policies do you think you've written off that? We sold on that one, so we didn't sell them all in the beginning. Like I said, we're still selling some. We we probably came close to policy wise, we're probably close to a hundred policies just off of that one seminar. <laughs> That's how you make. Thirty-five dollars. That's how. That's how you acquire a policy for thirty-five bucks. <laughs> that's pretty sick. <laughs> that's right. That's crazy. So we did. Um. So we did another one last October. Uh. Did did a similar last October. We had. Uh, we didn't have it like thirty-two people in that one. Um. But we netted forty-eight thousand in commissions off of that one. What. Jeez Louise. Okay. So one thing you just mentioned was you did one seminar. You had like, I don't know. You said like 40, 30 or 40 register. You did 48,000 in commissions. Yes, we did. Uh, I forgot how many actually, we actually, um, I think we picked up probably 12 just subs out of the deal, but I picked up about 1.2 million in assets out of that seminar. Wow. What do you think you spent to put that seminar on? <laughs> that one I didn't spend, but uh, probably two grand on that one, twenty two hundred bucks. Wow, two grand! How to spend two grand and 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 collect forty eight thousand dollars in commissions? That's strong. Yes. I love that. Um, well, dude, I mean, you're in in closing. What would you like to leave some agents with? Um, we get a lot of new agents that watch our channel, struggling, um, not where they want to be. They're learning from people like you. They're, they're wanting to get to your level. They're wanting to spend two grand and get 50, right? Um, 
what would you leave them with as we kind of close this thing out? Man, I would leave them with, uh, you, you gotta get in there and get nitty gritty with it. Right. Gotta roll your sleeves up every single day. Um, I tell, I, I tell them too, it's okay to get no's. So the more no's you get, the more yeses you're going to get on the backside of the nose. Yeah. Um, and I'll also tell them too, and I've seen this before, insurance is one of those things you can't do part-time. You've got to be all in or you're all out. And I think that's what made a difference for me, even though, you know, when I say broke, I was broke trying to do this business in the very beginning, but I never gave up and I didn't look outside of this world. Right. So I stayed focused every single day to make it happen in this particular world. So I would say that I would also tell them if they don't, for me, I've got a, I've got a Brian Askins as my, as my mentor. If you don't have a Brian Askins, you need to find one, whether it's, whether it's Cody or anybody else, you've got to have somebody that you can tie yourself to. Yeah. Or you dude. Right. I mean, you you know, you're, you're, yeah, if they want to ask me any questions on, on a one-off, I'd be happy to answer anybody's questions for there, for sure. I love that. Um, you want to share like maybe an email, like an office phone or something? Yeah, the office number is uh, 601-273-3690. And then uh, my email is uh, just my name, Josh Burns at capstone c-a-p-s-t-o-n-e i-f-g.com boom capstone i-f-g josh burns at capstone i-f-g.com i love it buddy dude appreciate you being on today okay thank you so much much, man i appreciate it i love this guy can reach out to him learn from him we're gonna keep having power players just like josh burns on the podcast thanks for listening every single tuesday we drop it at 8 a.m the CA Power Players Podcast. See you on the next one.